0: You're listening to Once Upon a Wine.
1: Okay, I think we're going. You ready to do this? Uh, okay. <laughs> we'll make this one short. I promise. <laughs> okay. You can do this. Thanks, Mom. All right, <clears throat> come on, Ace. Come on. Ready? I'll help. We're already recording. Are you going to help? Yeah, I'll help. Okay. All right. Ready? Ace.
2: Yeah. Okay. I've already started recording. I know. <laughs> okay. Is this gonna be like one whole like two hour long podcast? No, 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 no. This is I don't know. I'm gonna hand it all to Kevin and see what
1: he creates.
2: <laughs> Sorry. at release one like <sighs> Wednesday. We'll do our normal. I don't know. I don't know. Let's just get it over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hi. Grab your glass of wine as we get ready to tell a story.
2: Once upon a wine.
0: You, you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. Hello. <laughs>
2: Every okay, time. What's the name of our podcast? First of all.
0: Once upon a uh, time. A <laughs> uh, rock opera. Close.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh no! Once upon a wine. That's Yay! It, that's all right. right. Yay! Welcome to
1: Once Upon a Wine. Okay. Wow. So usually we say once upon we a, need that. That and then everybody
0: sad. goes wine. Okay. So ready? Yes. You say it, mom. Wine! No, no. (laughs) Welcome to... Welcome to Once Upon a... Wine! Wine. Yay! At
3: first I thought it was called Once Upon a Vine, but hey, wine comes from a vine, so that's kind of close enough.
1: There is a wine that's called Once Upon a Vine. Yeah.
3: Okay, so that's it.
1: Yes. So, makes sense, and they have not returned our phone calls. (laughs) (laughs) So... I'm your host, Aaron Stegeman, and with me is my co-host... Ace. Ace, and we have two very special guests on the podcast today uh, who are just in Vancouver with us. We have former guest, uh, my mother, Kay Stegeman. Hi! <laughs> and then we <laughs> awesome. also have... You'll have seen him on our web series. He's with, he was Edward Scissorhands. And then uh, if you saw the rock opera... He was the knave. It is Mr. Colin Kramer.
3: Hello, great to be here, and host of his own podcast. That's true. Check out the Populist Papers if you haven't already. It's uh, it's a real hoot. <laughs> <laughs> Colin,
1: how long have you been doing that podcast?
3: Uh, we went online December twentieth of uh, twenty sixteen, so it's still new. Just a few episodes, but um, yeah, I wanted to do something that was entertaining yet at the same time useful. So we try and focus on kind of practical issues of. Of the day, like cybersecurity and different online tools to kind of enhance your privacy, we've talked about um, homelessness. You know, some of our own friends have dealt with that, and kind of the things to think about how easily your life can spiral into that, and, mm. and what you can do if you ever find yourself in situations like that. And um, our last episode was all about renewable energy. We called it the renewable revolution, and our own Michael Ryan mm. uh, was my interviewee for that one. So check it out.
1: We drink wine out of cans. Yes. Yeah.
3: So two new. <laughs> to Colin's <laughs> podcast for substance. Yes.
1: Well, we like
2: we
3: like to balance it out.
1: Right. Right. I know somebody, I read an article they were comparing um, Seth Meyers and Jimmy Fallon, like how they're handling the political climate and they're like, Jimmy Fallon's kind of taking this like, let's all get along at the table approach where it's like, <laughs> Seth Meyers is like really going in there and, um, you know, kind of being a little bit more of a soldier and God, my, you can just tell I went to school with a bunch of, you know, went to an all women's college because everybody was just attacking Jimmy Fallon and calling him like a pushover and all this stuff, and I was like, okay, but there's still like room for dessert, everyone. Like, we deal with political issues on this when Andrea's here and she's drinking a little bit more than
2: usual. Yes.
3: Well, and we raised a lot of money for a great foundation. I mean, the Wayne Foundation does some incredible work. Yes. and The screening yes. sold out. Woo! Which you didn't already hear? We had to add chairs, so it was really quite an experience. I know. I
1: was kind of like the screening started and people were still entering. I was like, oh god. Um, So we have a rule on this podcast, So, um, because, Colin, you're new. So we have a word of the day, and whenever one of us says the word of the day, you take a drink to that. Ace, would you like to introduce the wine
2: of tonight? Today's wine, straight from Whole Paycheck Foods, is a variety from the... The maker of Presto, I believe this is.
1: It's Italian.
2: Imported from Italy. It's a sparkling rosé. A Presto sparkling rosé in a can. In a can. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. We thought that would be super classy after having just been in Vancouver.
1: Well, we were trying to get ice wine because I was like, oh, let's get a Canadian wine, which is they have this thing where they eat, they have wine from frozen grapes and it's sweet. And you got drunk off it once, mom, (laughs) in Disney World.
0: Well, I had it first thing in the morning. (laughs) I had nothing else else in my stomach, so uh, of course it's going to affect me. But it was very delicious, very good.
2: I feel like I would like it. It sounds like it's sweet, right, you said?
0: Yeah, Ace likes it sweet. It's really good.
1: Um, But we tried to get it, and it was $80 a bottle. And we said, no, where's the $10 wine in the can? (laughs) That's for our speed. Um, So... (coughs) I wanted to just chat about our screening we just had and our trip to Vancouver. As Colin mentioned, it was uh, to raise money for the Wayne Foundation, which fights child sex trafficking. Um, The woman who runs it, her name's Jamie Walton, and she is a, a survivor of child sex trafficking, and she's a huge Once Upon a Time fan. And she's an amazing woman. I had no idea. I thought, you know, she's just running this nonprofit. Um, whenever I would try to call her, she'd be like, oh, I have to go. Um, the police are calling me for this case, or I have to go testify in this trial, or I have to go meet with this family. And, and I'm like, wow. Like, just kind of blown away by what she all does. So kind of, like, really proud that we were able to sell out the screening and give them some money. And
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So let's let's talk about Vancouver. So it was all three of your first time in Vancouver.
2: Yep, definitely, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> great, great job. Yes,
2: it was my first time in Vancouver. Um, uh, I, I really wasn't sure what to expect. Um, it definitely was rainier than I thought it would be, just based off of you.
1: It was rainier this year time. than last year.
2: Yeah. For sure. <clears throat> but, Which um, I
1: think you brought up about six times a day, Mom.
2: Well, yes. you your mom. Not,
1: they can't hear you. you. You have to talk out loud. She's giving me a I dirty look.
2: <laughs>
0: Kate no, rolled
2: it. in with a suitcase the size of our apartment. Oh
0: completely. my God, she but had yet, two suitcases. <laughs> but yet she didn't have yet any warm I didn't clothes. She have enough warm clothes. It's
2: kind of like Aaron. Aaron, you know, we'll take like a trip for a night. And she'll bring a whole suitcase full of stuff, and then not have anything that she needs for practical purposes.
3: So I, I see where she gets it. Yeah, and hauling that suitcase up a flight of stairs oh. with no handrail
1: <laughs> in,
3: in the rain.
1: And you could you could fall off and die. Yeah, this, a, a flight you. of stairs
2: doesn't even do this justice. We're staying at like this beautiful home uh, on uh, it's called Deep Cove, who has some really great donuts, by the way. But um, yeah, they have local honey donuts shout out to honey donuts um, but yeah they uh, this house we were staying on it, it's it's like overlooking what looks like a, a lake but it's part of the, the ocean, ocean. Um, and this house yeah had this winding little wooden staircase with no rails they were, they were doing all sorts of like renovation on the house and it was a little hairy it was a little scary climbing up that thing just normal and like, lugging baggage up there and down it crazy
1: We forgot to pick our word of the day. Oh, yeah. Vancouver. Screening. Do you like screening or Vancouver? I feel like we'll
2: say screening more than
1: Vancouver. Okay, it's going to be screening then. Yeah. So let's try it out. So we go.
2: We had a a screening in Vancouver. We had a screening
1: in Vancouver. (laughs) 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 Cheers. 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 You don't cheer. We don't have to cheers. Then you just drink. Ugh. presto. Mom, I told you, you can't slam down on the thing. It's, it's fine. You're fine. It's okay. You're fine. Okay, this is nothing. Okay. sound this, My is... mom's almost out of the wine, by the way. All right, we need a couple
2: refills. <laughs> we'll, we'll get more. This, okay, don't please don't worry about sound levels because it's... we don't have Andrea here, so that's already <laughs> uh... <laughs> a huge difference. Andrea Where knows is Andrea? she doesn't know how to <laughs> wait or. Andrea's not be stuck in loud.
1: Arizona right now. She's at a retirement home. She's texting me some photos. <laughs> <laughs> of her sitting in a cafe in retirement home, she's visiting her grandma. Uh, yes. it was funny. Okay. Sweet. Um, okay, yeah. so then we get to Vancouver. You arrived. At, Colin and I were there first, and then Ace. You came in, and then you, Mom. Um, mm-hmm. So, what were some? What were some of the th- like memorable things that we did in Vancouver? Um, I'm trying to remember the first night we met up.
2: You had karaoke the first night.
1: No, we were we went to a karaoke bar. We did not sing karaoke. It was the only place open. You could get a double shot of Jameson for nine Canadian dollars, which is like six fifty U.S., which is unheard of in Los Angeles. So that's what we did the first night.
2: Oh, okay. Didn't you and then?
1: Enter a costume contest? Yeah. So Ace and I went to the con with Ami, and
2: so I'll preface this a little bit. Yeah. Um. I'm sure you heard us complain about this before, but Aaron's always making me dress up, and I, I, for some reason, just getting into the hook outfit can feel a little like it's like the eyeliner and this and that and, but I think after having you know what I think it is having to do Call Drogo every weekend and get into thing with that it, I don't know it just doesn't feel as much of a burden to put on the hook costume, um, and we had somebody that made a request. That I dress up as Fat Hook. Um, this was Jasmine. Um, for her photo op with Colin. Uh, Colin O'Donoghue. And uh, so, yeah. We, we I dressed up like Fat Hook for the photo op. And then they were like, you guys have to join the the costume contest
1: yeah well when what was it like when you entered with fat hook by the way we have a bunch of videos of you getting ready on our oh social my God. media <laughs> um,
2: well entering the convention yeah it was it, everybody was just laughing there was no other fat hook there so it, it, and of course everybody's like that's a brilliant idea <laughs> that was yeah it was it was fun I had, I had a great time everybody was taking pictures of me
1: so you got you met Colin O'Donohue who yeah. had a broken foot so he was sitting still yeah so tell us what that was like in line and then we Colin saw so you?
2: Um, well, you can just kind of tell he's like in, I don't know, it's it's kind of like an assembly line that they're, sh- you know, sh- shuttling people in to take their picture and they're all kind of giving this same. And my mom said something. My mom actually thought that we didn't really meet them. Like your picture with Jennifer, my picture with Colin. Oh, they, they look fake. fake.
1: They look fake.
2: And they, they look, they, it is strange. I, I, You look at every photo and they do look superimposed. Yeah. But um, I don't think it helps that they're just giving the same expression for every photo, you know? But when he saw me, he did, like, kind of snap out of it and start laughing. He's like, oh, my goodness. And then, you know, he was just looking at my costume, and then um, he was rubbing my belly. And then we took our photos together, and he was pointing to my gut. That was it.
1: I think your photo got more um, interactions on our Twitter than than mine did with Jen.
2: Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I got to meet Jen. Yeah, what was that like? That was f- quick and I I was nervous I'm always just like a total dweeb at these things so I was in line and it was fine and then meeting her was very quick I was like oh it's nice to meet you but then what was cool she had her dog Ava there who was just lying down you know kind of just sleeping or whatnot so after I took the picture I went to turn to exit and I noticed her dog came up like woke up and came up and walked over towards me and I didn't think anything of it I was like oh hey and then I hear a bunch of people giggling, and then it hit me. Her dog thinks I'm her owner. And so I was like, no, 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 it's not me, it's not me. But you could, it kind of, the audience that was waiting to take her photos, they were all getting a kick out of it. Um, and then later, I got to uh, meet Jen for an autograph, and she autographed my red jacket. And that's when I said, like, oh, I'm from the rock opera. And
2: she ruined she- it. She ruined your jacket. <laughs> she,
1: um, and um, she said to me, "She was like, oh, like keep keep up the good work." <laughs> that sounds terrible, but she was more. Well, there was more. To no, it. no, no. There somebody, was more. To, somebody. So there's a crew you. member who Sarah. Sarah, who's known as the Leaf Lady. She's this lovely, hilarious Scottish woman that you guys all met. I don't know if, you met her too, Mom? No. No. You didn't meet her. Well, we went out with her a couple times, Colin, before our Ace got there. We went to the Sutton Hotel and actually the cast of Once Upon a Time was there. We were at the bar end and they were in the back room and I went to go to the bathroom to pee and Jennifer Morrison was peeing next to me and we totally missed each other. <laughs> I came out of the bathroom everyone's like, you see her? Did you see her? I was like, no. And they're like, she's in there peeing. I was like, ah, oh, damn it. Um, um, <laughs> awkward. I'm gonna be that awkward person. Um, but yeah, this girl Sarah, who who does all the Leafs um, on the show, she came to the Go con. You. She does. She's a Leaf lady. She came to the con. And kept interrupting, like, some of the, they had, like, a karaoke night. She would go up on stage and dance. She saw me in line to get uh, J-Mo's autograph, and she said, oh, let me sneak in behind you. So I brought her in behind me. I was like, I brought somebody. And so she popped out. So it was cool because, um, you know, I had a little bit of a longer time with Jennifer then. And, and then Sarah's like, no, Erin is, is from L.A., and she's a filmmaker. She's a lady filmmaker like you. And so, you know, just tell, like, there was just a little bit more engagement there. And then she goes, Jen, she works with the same people you do i'll get you a list of everyone she works with it's like that's that's not necessary
2: um speaking of they just announced that she's canceling a lot of her upcoming convention appearances so you guys yeah no lucked of the out to get to see to yeah meet
1: her. yeah she's doing a play on broadway so they announced that um, so yeah we had a really good time then we all went to steveston uh on sunday
2: yeah, the, well, the
1: day of the screening
2: Okay, let's, 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 oh yeah, the screening.
1: Mom, um, you have to drink. Uh, oh, oh. Screening. Yeah, mom's got to open up her open second up one. My, yeah,
3: let's everybody on. open it up while we have to it? chance here. <laughs> okay. Um, drink.
2: Drink. <laughs> and then, Kate, we want to hear what your experience was like eating in Stevenson. <laughs> oh, yes.
0: <laughs> so, we go to a seafood place. And I am severely allergic to shellfish. So am I. And so is my daughter. And um, so we let the waitress know, like we always do at any restaurant, that we have a shellfish allergy. And um, immediately the waitress said... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, well, we can't serve you. At all. Uh, and this is after all.
3: we had waited, like, 15 after, minutes. Yeah, just, yeah.
0: Right, right. After we were, like, waiting. hungry.
2: And it wasn't just Kay. She's literally, like, looking at all of us like, oh, <laughs> I should just take those menus back. We can't serve <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Bye-bye. Yeah. They were so, so nice and accommodating, though. I felt like they, they were, like, really sad
0: that they had to say that to us. So we just drank our... Yeah, we, we made the decision as a group. Uh, Not yeah. as a
2: group. You guys. We didn't pressure you guys into it. <laughs> Kay and Aaron said they, that day. I just had a bite while they were waiting for us to come, and they were like, "You know what? We'll just we'll just have some drinks." Kay had a a Caesar drink, which is basically a Bloody Mary if you're
0: Within well.
2: Alcohol. I, no. Well, we clarified. Well, they, we clarified this, I think they were Colin, just confused. This, you, this. after
1: you left, we we clarified. The woman. And in Deep Cove said that they got it wrong.
2: That yeah, Bloody Mary. A Bloody Mary is a Bloody Mary over there. It's just this woman. The Caesar confused. has uh, clam
1: juice in it uh, and Worcestershire's as opposed to just bitters and mm-hmm. whatever
0: gotcha clam juice but, so, yeah well that's what i'm saying you're not allergic <laughs> you're not allergic you are,
1: you are allergic i think they <laughs> i think wow. they just it's have so all little, in your, your mind head. oh no they didn't God. know they didn't know mom just ignore you're you're <laughs> alive well, oh not.
2: now you're fine now you know you can have clam juice well, you know,
1: there's <laughs> like three groups of a uh, shellfish right uh, I know for a fact you and I are allergic to shrimp, crab, lobster. Yes. Yeah.
0: So that's one group. But Yeah. No. Then there's, there, there's
1: like clams oysters. and mussels and oysters. And then there's like, I don't know like scallops that and that kind of thing. Yeah. Calamari. Calamari, maybe.
3: They're all bottom feeders, though. Yeah. yeah. No, dangerous. not kosher. Exactly.
1: Yeah, you don't have any. So you
3: does know your stuff.
1: I does. Would you eat milk with meat? Do you still do that?
3: (laughs) Yeah, you know, I like I like Italian foods too much. That um, yeah, I try I try to always choose.
0: But well, yeah, one one's fine.
3: Um, But. a lot of people forget kosher was just the original like vegan. It's just the original like mindfulness. It wasn't what animal you ate or didn't eat, but just how the animal how was killed. It was killed. And yeah. So it's it's great that everyone's becoming more and more mindful over what they eat these days. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was at the restaurant uh, as Ace was saying, they kind of looked at all of us like you know it's kind of all or nothing. Like you all just need to leave right now. <laughs> <laughs> and and he, he and I had already gotten so psyched up, you know, know, looking at the men. You know, the men were hungry. Or? Oh, yeah, I saw the salmon hash. That was so good. And I am uh, smoked salmon hash. And this thing had, like, yams, eggs, all the fixing. And perfect. we're in a
2: place, I mean, you know, Vancouver's, like,
3: seafood, salmon. Like, that's where you want to eat this stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, like, hadn't eaten all day. I was all worked up. <laughs> this, this thing sounded great. And I'm just looking at the menu for, like, ten minutes. And this is after we had waited outside in the cold for about 15 minutes because they had a private function happening yes. inside and so we finally got there it's like alright this is gonna be great this is it and then um then I opened and, my big mouth and then uh, yeah it's bad idea <laughs> but I was so close to just telling the waitress it's like okay well we may all be leaving but I'm gonna get that smoked salmon hash to go <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Colin looked at
0: me. Colin
2: looked at me and he's like, are you eating? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm eating. (laughs) He's like, okay, good. (laughs) Even Katie Cofield, who can't eat, like, anything these days. Yeah. I don't know what, what what was she not, she's not eating, like.
1: She's on a, she, Katie has some autoimmune stuff. Yeah. So she's on this, like this sort of test diet right now oh so she has to limit out yeah so she can't do like nightshades and she already
0: can't have gluten yeah
2: but she was even like oh no I'm eating some of this seafood like we were all just (laughs) jonesing to eat
0: (laughs) I know we were just stunned don't
2: you
1: think I've never been told I can't serve you food well now I'm like
2: nervous to tell people about like what my you know whatever no kidding I mean are they gonna refuse us you know it was it
3: was just so weird
1: well it's like we had Benadryl we were gonna be alright
3: right. well, uh, th- and lie. that was something I think all of us n- noticed was um, how much we might take it for granted in the states, how much we kind of fudge things. Oh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. It's very nonchalant down here, and we right. don't—we're not always conscious of that. But in Canada, it's like, oh, whoa—they may be very polite, but they're extremely strict. They are strict by the it's book. Very, yeah. it's
1: very yeah. follow the rules. Yeah. I got pulled over, <laughs> uh, <laughs> dropping you guys off at the airport. Um,
2: were it, they in the
1: car? Yeah, oh. yeah. We were already running late, and I'd done the wrong turn, and then all of a sudden I'm driving, and it's like, oh, I'm getting pulled over now. And then he's like, yeah, you can't use your phone while driving. And I didn't. My mom had had was pulled up, had pulled up the directions because, like I said, I missed the wrong turn, and I had glanced over to look at it. And he said, you can't even have the. And I remember my friend Casey saying this: you can't even have the passenger in the front
0: seat looking at the phone. I don't rest. know. I
2: think he was just giving you hard time.
0: That seems you know,
2: excessive. Distraction well, the free. The
0: idea, right? They don't want you looking at yeah. um, anything. You know, but like I mean, they have
2: GPSs, like maybe not on the like actual GPS, like Garmin systems. And how is that any different if you're looking at uh, your navigation
3: on I your think? phone? I'm
1: just glad he didn't ask me for my insurance card because if they <laughs> pull me over here in LA, I have no idea where
3: that is. <laughs> he, he let you off the hook, but I do recall him saying something along the lines of, "You know, you need to pull over, figure out where you're going, then get back oh, on the road." Yeah, I was like,
1: yeah. "That's yeah. not well, happening, like, not sir. I'm I mean, an
0: American." Yeah. <laughs> so, and what, five hundred and fifty
1: dollars? Yeah. Fine. Well, that's only like three hundred US.
3: Well, let's do. You want to give me three hundred bucks? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: it's, no. It's still.
3: And they yeah. use the same symbol for currency, which really it's disappointed confusing. me. Right.
1: Yeah, and it's yeah. It's disappointing. Well, it's confusing. You yeah. have like a little maple leaf by the dollar sign. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so we had, we went to Steveston, we took a bunch of photos. We took, my mom took a photo of the group, and we had a couple of people point out that Ace and Colin were in a like rather precarious position. Yeah. Tied up. It was more.
3: Yeah, I guess it was both of us.
1: So you <laughs> did you see
3: this picture yet? I got a glimpse of it. Yeah. You know?
1: <laughs> so it looked. Who was on the receiving end of that? Me. Yeah, your face. <laughs> I was
2: just enjoying the harbor. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: As Colin was as well, but we just yeah made different intentions. It, it was no. a very unusual angle. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> but your face on it, Colin. So you can check that out. That's on our Instagram and our Twitter, too. Oh, it's so funny. Jasmine, I think, found it and did a little Jasmine's zoom in on it. a troublemaker. It. She is a troublemaker. Um... God, what a, the, this weekend was, like, packed with stuff. Mm-hmm. What else did we do? Winter Winter Granny's. Winter Granny's. Yeah, went to grannies. Went to grannies. The work. best
3: of fish and chips. It was a shit show. The best of fish Yeah,
2: and that's br- what it said. They had a sign <laughs> in the window It said, the best of fish and chips. And, and that's I- when I knew, I was like, this is going to be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be no, terrible. No,
1: there's, like, a petition, a petition to have the actual granny, Beverly Elliott, own the place. Because it, it's it's just so badly. It's just
2: so bad. Well, it's also, like, they, they just are not capitalizing on it.
1: No. No, they're they, not. They don't
2: even try. Like, it's like... No,
1: they're like, order Henry's grilled cheese and hot chocolate. But it's like, it's carnation, first of all. Like, a little packet hot chocolate. Which is not what you... You don't really expect more than that. But, like, the waiters looked so confused. Oh, yeah. No,
2: they,
1: they didn't... They well, brought Katie... <laughs> Katie asked if they had almond milk.
3: Which was for and, her hot chocolate. Right. Yeah. And they
1: said, no, we have regular milk. I she goes, you- okay. She goes, it's fine. I'll, I'll have the hot chocolate. And then they brought her out a glass of milk. <laughs> (laughs) She she was
0: like,
3: (laughs) ordered (laughs) milk.
0: (laughs) Well, I ordered. I I wanted wanted malt vinegar for my fish and chips, and he brought out white vinegar. Oh no! And And then,
2: and then we had to say. I think they were were they they were probably Chinese, right? I it was think. a
0: language barrier. Yeah, there was a sure, language
2: yeah. barrier. And then yeah, Kay's like, no, the dark one. And I'm like, they're just gonna bring out red vinegar right they're now. But balsamic, they, actually, they actually brought think, out yes. rice vinegar or whatever it was, malt. malt vinegar that they had, you know, under some cabinet for eight years I'm yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It was it was so, yeah. You know, I mean, it, look. This is the kind of place you walk in, and you just give it the eyeball test, and you're like, nothing here is gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: but it could. It could
2: I be. Uh, I did yeah, It, it wasn't whole.
0: Fishing village. Maybe it's because I knew
3: Aaron ate there last year, and it was it's bad, bad. Well, as soon as you see the sign for Best of Fish yeah. and Chips, <laughs> it's it's. We were thinking, like, what do they do? They take a little bit of everyone else's fish and chips and <laughs> put them all in one place. <laughs> <laughs> just bizarre wording.
1: Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> So we also went to the um, the Main Street brewery a couple times, which um, I think I well, Paul oh. and I went to a different brewery <laughs> twice, and then you and I had,
3: had no idea. Had no idea. We went to Brassneck. Brassneck. But because they had said at Go Studios, oh yeah, just go up there, up the hill, it's on the left. We were like, this must be it. Almost went to my grave, not even realizing, we actually went to Brassneck. Oh.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they serve similar things, so I was fine with that. I mean, but yeah. Main, well, you know Main Street Brewery, for those who are keeping up at home, uh, that serves the Witch's Brew Beer, which is... Rebecca Mater's beer that she just released last week so we um, did you have that one? Yeah. And did you try it? Yeah. How was it?
2: Well, I mean, I, it, uh, I had more than one. I don't know. <laughs> it was wicked.
1: It was yeah. wicked. Nice, Colin. Because yeah. it's a dark beer, but I heard, people, I, I I heard did, good things. I enjoyed I heard it. I I'm not good. a
2: huge beer drinker, but like I like
3: I said, I had more than one, so it was good enough to pass that test. Yeah. It's stouty, but it's yeah. like a, sm- a low percentage, uh, so it's kind of easy to... Yeah.
1: I heard it's a very drinkable dark beer.
2: Yeah. It didn't yeah. feel super like... Like, I've tried to have, have Guinness before, and I'm like, well, man, this is pretty heavy or yeah. like after a while the taste like kind of builds but like this was fine. I gotta have yeah. more.
1: So we went there after our screening. Uh oh Charles for our film. So Sunday that was that day. Um so we had we had it
2: um, <laughs> well, speaking of Ghost Studios, is really mm. really cool facility. Michael Coleman has there. I mean, it was, yeah, he like Michael
1: was, hosted it at his space, which is Ghost Studios, yeah, the big casting studio in Vancouver. It's so much bigger than you think it is. Oh, like, it's well, immense! It's, no,
2: it's not, it's not a casting even, studio. I mean, well, they, they do studio. everything they, there, sh- like, they, shoot, they have, they have an, like, I guess, a school of some sort, and it's like. Intensive, like he was telling us, they they teach them ADR, which if, if you're not familiar, is additional dialogue recording. So, like, if you're filming in a in a scene where it's raining. On the day, and you can't hear everything. They'll bring you back in to redo the, vo- you know, it's like lip syncing all- and dubbing over what you did. Um, we never learned that when we were in school. I mean, that's that's pretty, you know, high end stuff. And um, yeah, so shout out if you're in that if you're in the area in Vancouver and you know you're
3: looking for a place to study, definitely check out that that program over there. Uh, that was certainly a highlight of the trip for me. was just getting to see. The, I mean, he basically took us on a a VIP insiders tour. So, uh, um, you know, and getting to know Michael Coleman was incredible as well. But yeah, I had no guy. idea that they have. Um, yeah, like you said, ADR training, and there was an entire video game design studio. Yeah. there were multiple recording studios for audio, so they're doing all kinds of. Yeah, great it's stuff not just there. acting. Like he had a writers' room that
2: they have like post uh, like post its all up, and like they're doing all sorts of stuff. And 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 those of you that are listening might find this interesting. He says all the cast of Once Upon a Time. They come there. They come there to record. Sorry, Wolfie's grabbing scraps. They go there to record all their auditions for like L. A. or New York or whatever. So, I thought that was pretty cool that they all. Yeah. His
1: office had a bunch of like um, dwarf statues, and he had the Mm pickaxe from the show.
2: He had all his. Um, um, What do you call it? Prosthetics, the prosthetics for his ears and their nose. Yeah, and all which
1: that. I think just further. So, mm-hmm. as people are probably listening to this, nothing's been confirmed yet. There's been a lot of debate as to whether or not Once Upon a Time is continuing on into a season seven. And I kind of got some inside scoop on that, um, so I'll just say it. Um, <laughs> the journal sent me wants to just say it. Um, no,
2: well, I mean, I don't think it's, yeah. You know,
1: But I can confirm things. So, I... Well, yeah, I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to. So I can confirm that <laughs> they are ending Storybrooke at, at the end of season six, and that a lot of people are not coming back. Um, well, it was just the dwarves are the dwarves are included in that. Um, I know that they got the costume department is done. Like, so I don't know exactly what they're doing for season seven, but they're definitely getting rid of Once Upon a Time. Like, I think they're done with Steveston, all that stuff, because a lot of them had. Like the costume department came to our screening. Yeah, keep up, Mom. Keep up. Uh, and um, one of the coolest things was that they brought a bunch of, like, Ed- Eduardo Castro, who de- who's the lead designer, they Thanks brought. To Mitch, yeah. Yeah, Mitch, and the costume department came, and they brought um, about 25 renderings from him. Um, a couple of them were, like, not even finished, like just kind of yeah. the starts of an idea, and it was, like, all the different characters. Like, they had Emma's hag outfit and Regina's red dress and Snow's eternity outfit and one of hooks outfit i mean it was like really really cool Robin
2: Hood Robin yeah.
1: Hood yeah they they gave like you came and got me and you're like oh the, the costume department has something for you and then you gave that to me and I I kind of I, I definitely cheered up like I was not expecting that and it was really cool and they were fun they were laughing the whole time during the film
2: and they had a really fun time it was, was
1: a packed yeah. house and we had Mallory we had a walkouts and, too did
2: you notice that?
1: we did have a few walkouts yeah. we had like three
2: mm-hmm. maybe four mm-hmm.
1: We've that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, why do you bring this up?
2: Well, I just think it's fun. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it was also it's hot. Probably, it's it was probably very people hot. That
2: buy. Well, yeah, we on sold Ruban a lot. Like, we sold on Groupon, which you never know what people, but um. Or who knows? It could have been. Hey, like we were there. Like, it could be people that. You know, we started a little later. Maybe people that need to catch a train back on Sunday night, and they know so. the train's going to leave. Okay, I don't well. think that was that,
1: but um, no, I know we've never really had walkouts before until that one. Yeah,
3: well, that con was intensive too. Some of those people were getting up at like six o'clock in the morning for yeah. their little studio tours yeah. and yeah.
1: No, I mean the people. I, I I guarantee the people that that did were probably Groupon people. Had no idea what they were watching.
2: So, we just came for the free fireball shot.
1: That
0: exactly, we, we did free fireball shots. But then it was a lot of them... Were leaving with big smiles on their face. I happened to well, be no, on the front desk right, seeing it was... a lot of the people walking out. and Oh, yeah. They just, you know, like they had a good time. Yeah. No, well, almost
1: everybody stayed and stayed for a little bit of a QA yeah. afterwards and then came to the thing after. I, th- I mean, but look, it's a thankful, weird very niche grateful, thing. Thankful, thankful yeah.
0: for the show, thanking me like I had anything to do with it, you know. But oh, that's not. <laughs> well, you, you, did. Did. you did. You, so birthed,
3: you did. You birthed it's creator there you go mom that's disgusting <laughs> um, no it's not it's a big deal <laughs> that is a big deal well, so speaking of disgusting I think another one of the highlights of the trip was you know Ace and I we kind of put our heads together and I think we finally decoded some of the raunchiest lyrics in the entire yes. rock opera now and it was cool seeing it too I've obviously been to some of the screenings but I had never been to one of the con screenings oh yeah and seeing it just in that environment and it's you with like all the fans horror. and everything and right. we had the
1: lyrics on the screen we and, did sing along
3: and that's it exactly those songs just they never get old you
1: know <laughs> well,
3: and, and and it's so cool seeing it with such a lively group And yeah whatnot, the, the audience
1: was awesome we had so many only about like 20% had seen the film already so it was a lot of new people uh, watching it for the first time which was cool but, but yes we have lyrics that were dirty
3: so yeah I pointed out to Ace I always like that line uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. what is it exactly those are your it's lyrics it's uh, so.
1: stream sweet cleans.
2: well but it's practiced by it's prefaced with saying, um, I'm, "I'm just a man who's I'm horny. just a man who's horny." So yeah, I boinked my ship, and then and then Cruella says, "Oh my, that's not fine."
1: Gotta tell the truth.
2: been you the truth. Full stream, me cleaned. That's the honest truth.
3: I'm hooked. And, you know, at first glance, one would think, oh, you know, this guy just, like, peed on his ship and made Smee clean it up. But, and even before that, there's another line, some nights get really lonely. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. You know, guys don't pee when they're lonely. I think they do something else. And that's when it all kind of came together. Oh, my gosh. Aaron is even sicker than we thought. (laughs) Meanwhile...
1: Oh, I get that a lot. I guess. Meanwhile, <laughs>
3: yeah. I, you know, we've, we're we now
2: going on, what, three years of, from the beginning to now of this rock opera, and I did not... And, and not only did I not get that reference, and it's my line, everybody else seems to understand what it had meant and caught it way before I did. So the fact that Colin brought it up, I was listening to it, and during the screening, people were laughing at it, and I was like, wow, I've just completely... This has been over my head this whole time Well, just to so be innocent. fair,
1: you had original, other original lyrics to that song No
2: we,
1: You did And then speaking just, of that, we Just to
2: boink my shit part mm.
1: So, speaking of that um, There are people that got the ticket early And so they get the original Some of the original tracks uh, The Scratches That Those will be sent off this week I'm uh, working on that now So I just want to put that out there um, But yeah no, it was a fun night. Did you guys have a good, I mean, overall, I mean, do we, uh, just thoughts overall?
2: It, it was a fun night, yeah. I mean, uh, we had Mallory, who was singing um, before the pre-show. She sang with Ami. Mallory me.
1: McDonald, who's a Snow White, Snow White cosplayer and an awesome singer.
2: Um,
1: Her and Ami sung City, City of Stars from wall And Michael Coleman really enjoyed the film. He had never seen it before, so that was
2: cool. Oh to yeah, kind of- he, he he was really sweet afterwards. Has some great things to say, and he was just yeah, it was great. I mean, it, it was it was nice to have, you know, um, just have that venue, you know, be uh, open to us to to screen. It was it was really cool.
1: Yeah and we went we didn't stay out too late a little bit late oh yeah no we did because we went to a diner after we went I to
2: I got my poutine what's it uh, called
1: oh yeah we all had poutine poutine, yeah. poutine. Yeah. woohoo
2: yeah, yeah. man I almost left Vancouver
3: in Canada without ever having it it's a rite of passage you I gotta know. get a poutine
2: <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> it was good
1: uh, what was that oh where was called the diner Lucy's oh, Lucy's Well, you guys were in the corner over there and then we all kind of converged at the yeah. counter that was that was a crazy night. That was just a crazy night. Is
2: are, do all the bars there, or breweries or whatever? I'm just still thinking about this. Have like, they all had like jerky, like sausage sticks.
1: Yes, and pickles. Because I got one
2: when we went into the brass neck. Yeah. And then they had. Them I at, think it's
1: like a thing. They just every place has like a beef like stick. Bice-
2: they had all sorts of different. I mean, I just. Yeah. Like never and
1: pickles. Seen that a lot of the bars which have just a great pickles, idea. which is
2: yeah. awesome. It's like, yeah. Why don't Why don't why don't all their bars and breweries have that? Yeah. Yeah. And did I mention Honey Donuts? Colin and I. You had did. Several of those.
1: <laughs> how many times did you go to that donut place in how many days?
2: Well, okay. First of all, we do need to shout out Evelyn. Evelyn, our,
1: our awesome Airbnb. Airbnb.
2: Best host ever, dude. Yes. She, so first of yeah. all, she had. A, she's the best. Like we showed up, Aaron was like, she. I. She got there before I did. She checked in. She like Evelyn is the greatest. She was really sweet talking, you know, on Airbnb through our text messages and stuff, and really accommodating even before we got there. And then Aaron said, "Oh my god, I got there, and she had donuts and." She had, she had Apple chips, and jam, and wine. Chips. She had a bottle
1: of wine for us. I yeah, like, we had Damn. wine, eggs,
2: like and like good cage-free eggs, like <laughs> uh, just all waiting for us. But um, anyway, she was really sweet, and uh, she had like thirty-seven toothbrushes in the bath bathroom, <laughs> a ton of pads, a heated toilet seat, <laughs> she had a freaking espresso machine. It was it was pretty pretty pimp, but um, she was she had a guest book out. Oh, I forgot to sign it. We were all Colin was really adamant about making sure everybody (laughs) signed it. And I'm glad we did because she actually messaged me yesterday and was like, hey, I didn't actually I should read this out loud, but I I saw it said something about the guest book and she was just grateful here. I mean the wind
1: is knocking the door down.
2: (laughs) It says, Good morning, Erin and Ace and group. Thank you very much for sharing your experience in my guest book. Appreciate for your time because it's very important to me hope to see you guys soon and have a beautiful day so you could tell like that meant you know what I mean that meant everything to
3: her Canadians era. are so nice you, you can tell she loves what she does and she puts so much thought into it and that was one of the kind of the icing on the cake we got there you know there's wine there's everything set out and she holds up this box it says honey on it and she opens the box up and it's filled with donuts like <laughs> maple donuts chocolate <laughs> honey donuts and like uh, a variety and she mentions that, uh, you know, everyone that comes to Deep Cove has to get m- Honey Donuts. And, you know, I looked at the address and I thought it was just north of Vancouver but then you get there and you find out it's actually Deep Cove. Deep it's like, <laughs> whoa, this is serious. Yeah.
2: But yeah. but Colin Colin confirmed. He said, like, uh, the next day there was, like, a line out the door for Honey Donuts. Oh, right? really? Yeah. yeah.
3: I did a little yeah. exploring in that neighborhood and I noticed, yeah, people are, they're in line. They they're okay. How many fresh. times did you We're, get
2: donuts? Well, so we had, we had Evelyn's donuts. From that original box, then the one day we drove out to meet you at Steve's in, I got forty dollars worth of donuts mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then oh,
2: the next day, I think it was the next day or whatever day it was that we were going home, was it? Or no, the day yeah. before we were going home that Saturday, uh, that Sun Monday night. Uh, we where did we eat? We the ate sushi. some no, it was lunch. Because remember, we came oh. home to to, to nap. To, uh, in downtown. Oh yeah, we ate at uh Smack. Smack downtown. Which I ate at like yeah. five yeah. times. Yeah, when we got back, I was craving <laughs> something sweet, so Aaron and Kate went to grab a nap, and I went to go grab some more donuts. <laughs> so three trips though. Three, three trips. Three honey.
1: times in like we were only at that Airbnb for <laughs> four days.
2: days. I probably ate a baker's dozen by myself.
1: <laughs> oh god, you're <laughs> <just>, so good. <laughs> yeah, that's but They gross, were babe. Good. No, was that that cafe or so that bear cafe was really good we had a really good lunch there uh before we flew back Mm -hmm. home that was really nice yeah vancouver was fun good times and the airport's so nice and small
2: and just did we did we say we won the costume contest i don't think we got that we didn't even
1: say we won the costume i mean we didn't have to be there it could have been just you ace fat hook we we ran up because it was starting and they're like (sighs) They'd already, like, done the second wave of people, and they're like, all right, very... Their last chance, and we just entered the room, so we were... Me... I mean, First of all, the stage screamed. was
2: full of people.
1: We just ran up screaming, like we're here, <laughs> like obnoxious people, and
2: and there was probably probably about three, four hundred people in the auditorium. It was it was packed.
1: Yeah, and Ace was just hamming it up the whole time. He like sat down on the stage pretending to be Well, after we tired. ran up,
2: I pretended like I was like, oh my god, I'm out of breath, and it just worked so well. Like we, I mean, we we kind of had it in the bag pretty early on. We did.
1: I took second place last year,
2: so I was determined. Heck yeah. And that, that <laughs> We got a bunch of cool swag, like they gave us a gift certificate so we get to buy like mugs and hats and all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah. But we had a, yeah, we had a fun time. We did. Are and you? Were you happy with the event? I mean, you organized it? You I was.
1: On, I was stuck in the tech booth running the Blu-ray, which I hate doing. And I and so I couldn't quite get the full experience of sitting in the audience. Which maybe was for the best, because it was nice, because I sat back with Colin, we were just pointing out things. We had some te- a little tech issues, the brightness wasn't working on the thing, and then, um, it was really hot in the venue, and
2: it, so... Was it hot in the booth? Because, I mean, it was, it hot, was hot in hot. the venue, so I assumed it was in hot. that booth it was probably super hot. So,
1: it bothers me when those things aren't right, because it's like, that's the experience. Yeah, you're big
2: on the experience. Yes, so, yeah, and so...
1: We couldn't get the brightness, so the brightness was like dull, which is we had preset it the other day, so it was be would be up, but it wasn't working. And so Connor, like, do we push this button? No. Do we
2: push? Well, I so what <laughs> <I'm too laughs> really, I, I realized there was a so the, the way this theater was designed, there you know there, you have bleacher style seating, and in the middle are this the you know the steps going up that you you know then go in, and the and the projection. Was right above the steps, so right down the center of it. Well, the steps of the theater had, like, lights going up. So they were shining on the screen at the yeah, same I time think the projection what the was. that's the issue was. Well, I know it was that because I realized and I went to sit on the steps to see if I could block some of the lights from shining on it, but then I just caused a huge shadow of myself on there. So I was like, all right, we're just going to... I asked Michael Coleman, I was like, Michael, how do I turn off the lights? And he's like, there's a row of lights over there. <laughs> I think it's the third one in from the door. (laughs) (laughs) But if you hit the wrong one, one of them does control the projection. I was like, okay, (laughs) we're (laughs) good. Like, he, he he was like... I'm going to give this guy the answer, but uh, it's not going to be a good one. And I know he's not going to, you know, do it anyway. It yeah. felt so bad, but it, it worked out. I think everybody still yeah. enjoyed it. Just
1: another shout out to Michael and to yeah. Avalon, his assistant, and um, um, everybody that was helpful at Go Studios. Really appreciate. Just making the last screening a big success.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mom, yes. would you go back to Vancouver? I loved it. I thought it was beautiful, very um, warm, kind of <laughs> rustic. Um, yeah. Lots of hills, lots of mountains. Um, but it I, was a mix, I know though, right? To yeah. Because
2: like yeah. where you guys were staying, and that it was more city-like, but then where we were right, staying at right. was like it, Lake Town. Oh,
1: it's, it's it's not like beautiful. any other city. It's not quite like a Seattle or a. San Francisco—it's it's it's kind of a mix of things, Mm -hmm, like it's, yeah, and then it's like British, but also Asian, but like. Chill, the
3: accents beer. were all over the place. Over the place. At, yes. at Lucy's diner, you know, the guy's just like, gotta have the poutine. Sorry, folks, there's only room for Tria, yeah. And I'm just like, is this guy, like, from Ireland? And I asked him at the end of the night, I'm like, did you grow up here in Vancouver? And he's like, I did, yeah, and my mom and pa, and me da-da. And it's just like, wow. And I noticed that when I was looking in, because I kind of um, got there a little bit earlier, and I spent three nights kind of on the east side, and then those three nights at the Airbnb in Deep Cove, which is, I feel like kind of the, the British Columbian Big Bear, yeah, kind of like Big Bear Lake, like yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. a suburban getaway. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it was great balancing it out and kind of getting both points of view. But um, yeah, I, I remember looking into it and noticing just when I was Google mapping, you know, what's around my hotel and stuff, um, seeing you know Hastings Street, Davy Road, Conby Street. I'm like, oh, everything's so English. It's like, duh, British Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder why they call it that. Yeah. I actually went on also a uh,
1: oh, oh yeah the ghost tour. The ghost Tour. They, it,
3: it was a ghost walking tour slash gothic theater adventure <laughs> by uh, a group called Forbidden Vancouver. Ooh. And they do also a prohibition tour. I think that's on the other end of the year, like April through September. So they do kind of a uh, gothic ghost tour. And it's incredible. It's very dramatic. And I learned so much about Vancouver history. I feel like I probably know more about that town than half the people that yeah. live there. And the dude that did, he was sort of the the main story Storyteller guide, and yeah, he seemed very English, and it, the whole thing had a very 1800s feel to it.
2: But he was, like, if I understood correctly, he was also like a character in the story he was telling you. Well,
3: our, he was, he was there the was a story. He right? He basically introduces himself as um, what he reveals later to be his alter ego. It's a character named George Turnhill, and he basically the whole tour is his life story. And He talks about his wife dying of smallpox. <laughs> and Captain James Vancouver getting beaten to death by four thugs right after he met the King of England and um, a lot of the First Nations stuff. But, um, so basically, and he had newspaper clippings and photographs from the era. So basically at the end, he revealed, yeah, George uh, Turnhill is my alter ego and he never existed. But every story that I, just for the sake of narrative, uh, was from his point of view, every story was factual and accurate. So it was was a real history. Street piece. I oh, definitely recommend it. I know. Well, I, at what, I'm with.
2: curious at what point, like how long into this did you realize,
3: oh, he's not really George Turner. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I had my suspicions <laughs> from the beginning. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a gothic theater adventure. The whole thing culminates, spoiler alert, with him confessing to the murder of someone and it turned out there really was a guy who died of lead poisoning because this guy shot his revolver off. It took him two weeks to die because at first the police just thought this man was like a drunk then they sent him to the hospital but in the 1800s what could you do you could clean up a wound you couldn't even find where the bullets were literally you know no x-rays or anything and the guy actually took it so far as to buy arsenic rat poison from a local chemist um and it was like almost two weeks into being shot but he didn't he finally died of uh, lead poisoning and dementia so he didn't even have a chance to take the rat poison that he bought Whoa. Bizarre and tragic. It reminds me of when we did the Jack the Ripper tour.
1: Yeah, similar, very similar. We we did a Jack the Ripper tour in England.
2: Yeah, and, like, we showed up, and it's, like, you know, meet at, like, this cross street. And you're, like, where do we check (laughs) in? Like, where do we go? We're here. And there's a, I'm not even joking, like, you couldn't stereotype or cliche or like right. He was like six four, probably about a hundred pounds, super skinny, in a long black Archie. trench coat. Like he looked like Jack the Ripper. Jack, the, like what you would imagine Jack the Ripper to look like if you were to say, you know, just describe super it.
1: English, super smart guy.
2: Be like just like hunched over, like oh, do you want to? You have a and quarter? Or I'll touch the first you.
1: thing he said is, I'm going to tell you who who everyone thinks Jack the Ripper is, and then I'll tell you who it really is. Yeah.
2: And but <laughs> I told Aaron, I was like, I bet that's our tour guy. I guarantee. And then sure enough, he starts like ringing people in, and you're like, yep, this is going to be.
1: And then we rode the tube with him.
2: We rode the tube. We saw some of. Uh, uh, ho- um, not Hogsmeade. What did we see? Some of um,
1: Diagon, Diagon Alley where they shot for Diagon Harry Potter,
2: like where they filmed that. that cool. but I, yeah, yeah, I, I love those. All types that stuff of is I wish crazy. I could have made it with you.
1: True story. I set my Airbnb on fire within 20 minutes of arriving. Uh, this is the last thing I guess we'll say and then we'll wrap it up. Get to my Airbnb downtown. I was staying with ME. Uh, I wanted to make some tea because we were like, let's rally and go hit the town. And I saw a tea kettle and I thought, okay, put it on the stove. I turned it on and I'm like smelling stuff. Like this does, this can't be good. And then I see all this black like liquid just dropping down the stove and I see that the kettle's on fire. And um, it's a white stove, so there's this black goo just all over it. And I was like, no, no, no. So I'm, like, grabbing it but, like, trying not to burn myself. And I just throw it into the sink. And there's water at the bottom of the sink. Like, oh, God, you know, panicking. And I'm, like, trying to get this melted plastic off, but it's hot. And then I hear go, uh, Aaron, the kettle's still on fire. <laughs> So, like, I turned and like sprayed it down with water and yeah, I destroyed it. It was an electric kettle, not a um, not a stovetop
2: kettle. But oh, you said it was still working after.
1: It did. I mean, I destroyed it pretty good. I I but- it- I don't know how long it's going to be working for. You didn't replace it. I did not. I was going to. I really was
2: going to. You're going to get kicked off Airbnb. No. (laughs) Mm.
1: I did tweet about it, and Airbnb did hit me up. I purposely didn't tag them, and they did tag me, and they found me anyway.
0: What did you do? I I
1: didn't respond. I just let it go. I'm going to get her a new kettle. It's fine. What did they say? They were like, if you need our help with anything, let me know.
2: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Erin. Good job. (laughs)
1: You raised me so well. Right? Good yeah. job. Thank
3: you?
2: Okay, <laughs> I, I want to, I, I wow. speaking of, the other day on our last podcast, we were talking about thievery and stealing and shoplifting. And Erin was talking about, she was sharing an, um, from when she was a kid, how you guys, you and her were out. And she had stickers and you said, oh, I can, you can buy one, you can get one pack of stickers. And then she had two packs of stickers and you, were, you knew that she stole them. She said she put it down her shirt. And then another thing was she said that she used to steal toys or something and that one day you went into her closet. Like, from, let's hear this from your, your point of view. Oh my God. <laughs>
3: so...
0: You need more wine Please. for this? Please. <laughs> <laughs> found all kinds <laughs> of Harveys, all these dolls that we knew we didn't buy for her, and trying to figure out where did they come from. And I've not talked about this ever.
1: This is like traumatizing. You?
2: What do you mean oh, you've not talked about this? Not ever? to my,
1: not to my parent. Anyway, go
2: Well, on. They caught you. Obviously. Yes, I
0: know, and I've been like mortified. I. This is well, healing. Having this happen for the first time, I was, I was as a parent. Thinking, oh my God, what what do I have here? What kind of child is that? <laughs> that she. She is now w- stealing? Uh, and <laughs> it's a
3: monster. I mean,
0: we find out. Uh, we did. Um, I'm trying to think, Dad, your dad got involved in it, too. <laughs> yeah. And he was really upset. And I guess approached you and asked you where these came from. And you said from the babysitter where I took it, like, for the Mother's Day out. Yeah. That, um, oh. And your reason was you just liked them. Yeah, <laughs> and you wanted you to have them, and and I. I Anyway, I remembered yeah. telling Grandma yeah. what you did. Yeah. And she was defending you. I know. She said, Grandma's well, good people. hey, she just, she just wanted to have them or just like them. And I said, Mom, not I always you loved Grandma. Oh, my God. That's I said, she can't take them, though. I was uh, only like four or five so doing this. you were. You were just four or five years old. I couldn't believe <laughs> you, you did that. But that anyway. Was,
2: that was so, what Before or after the stickers? Do you remember the stickers or not? The
1: stickers is what led to it because I had it already in my closet. I've been stealing for a while. I'd run this con for a little bit, and then (laughs) (laughs) then she just pushing her stuff away. (laughs) Had no idea. Oh
2: wait, so but
1: the stickers is what led to it because I got in trouble. She's then it was you were you were like, what else did you steal? And I opened up my closet. I was like, look at all this.
0: (gasps) (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) You could imagine. I mean, I'm. I I was honest. I was just yeah. you were but I was just I, I honestly your dad and I did not know what to do <laughs> we like, holy cow what have we got here so, Criminal. Uh, so and and yeah so just made wow. you um uh, Take them back to the uh, pack it all up and take that. it back that to the babysitter and I uh, want you to tell her what you did. Yeah, I've the, never stolen again.
2: Don't, don't you? Don't, I I don't know. I mean, obviously that was a while ago, but like I feel like I would be wondering like how the hell did she learn this? Like how do you know yes. at four years old like right. did I steal something that she saw? Like
1: and I knew it was wrong. Like I knew you know like they say like oh you can't charge somebody with a crime until they're of a certain age because then they're I knew. It was wrong. I had planned it out. I remember sitting in my bed at night thinking, like, okay, this is how I'm going to do wow. it. And then I
2: Mastermind. Did Mastermind. Yeah. Well, so that's, that's like- what do you call it? That's premeditated. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's <laughs> theory. At four but years the, old. the fact that you... Yes, premedic, that you would think how you're going to do this and knowing that it's wrong and and then not be afraid yeah. of the well, consequences the, or, or, or getting caught. Part or,
3: of the fun yes. is like the risk the of thrill. getting caught.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. There the was thrill. a moment, and I remember this too, when de- I had a little box that sat on top of like a taller dresser that I had. Yeah? I had a little gray box. It's, it was a tin thing, and I had a bunch of like toys and scarves in there that were all looted, okay? And I had it. And I remember Dad, like, came into my room. He was was trying to go, like, I don't know, maybe I had to go to church or something. And he was by—no, he was standing right by the the dresser, and his face was even with the box. And I remember thinking— I have to distract him because I don't want him to see the box. So I oh I God. purposely, like, was like, no, I'm ready to have that. Let's go, let's go to get him out <laughs> of the room early so that he wouldn't discover Whoa. the box.
0: God. Did awesome. you ever
1: return that? What was in the box? Some <laughs> of the stuff I didn't return. I'm going to be real honest with you. Some of the stuff stayed. I'm tired
2: for sure so long. You can't do that. You can't. You, you, you always have to have a distra- a distraction stash. <laughs> you and know, you it's, not like, it's not like Aaron yeah.
0: was denied. Uh, um no Um, as a child she really no she wasn't and and so that's it's just um
2: between between you and
0: but I'll like never forget grandma saying, say, well, Kate, she, she just really wanted that. And I thought, my mother would never have said that to me. Or well, it's a accepted. different dynamic. I, yeah. I, I, I was just shocked it's, that she was saying that. The grandma,
2: she's like, oh, that's cute. You it's know, cute, know, yeah. When you're a parent, it's like, what am I getting, you know, yeah, what's, what do I need to expect from I this kid? Here? Yeah, what did what I raise here? What do we have here? <laughs>
1: What do that's, I have
2: here? That's funny. Eh. And here you are.
1: Mom, did you ever think, like, Katie and I would go into theater and that kind of thing? Or oh what did you God. think we were going to
2: end up doing no. besides being in jail? After that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm really? I, yeah. Running go to Vegas. I imagine, I imagine, because no. your
2: sister was how old at that point? One? Two. Two? I imagine that video that we watched the other day of, like, the girl, she was like, we're going to oh. go to Disney, and then it cuts to the sister, like... Like bug tooth, just staring there awkwardly.
0: Yeah. Oh, that video. That's weird. what I imagine. Katie just oh, standing in the doorway,
2: God. like looking at you getting yelled at. <laughs> it was super awkward.
0: Um. But, yeah. I don't remember. But what did you? Oh, okay. I I don't know if you remember. Um. I know Dad and I always felt or told you you should be a writer. Mm. From early oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember um, that. And that you and Katie ought to write children's books. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do the writing, Katie uh, does the illustration. How to
2: steal for dummies when you're
0: a kid? <laughs> and, and <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But but just I don't know. Just because you had that imagination of, of you know childlike imagination and and that and you did like I was to write a and, and here she fought us on that. You you did not you did not want to accept that. Mm-mm. And uh, and here look at what you're doing now. <laughs> Sold out screenings! <laughs> oh man. Oh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> well,
1: you're on your second well, You're already,
0: you're already Oh man.
1: Yeah. Well, I just want to end this. Wow, we've been talking for almost an hour here. Um, I just want to say thank you to Colin and to my mom for being here and for going to Vancouver. And Colin, where can people find you?
3: Oh, uh, SoundCloud. <laughs> Uh, it's my handle, same as my Twitter and Instagram, and also the name of the Facebook group. So it's all uh, whatever the medium is, you know, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud slash CLNKRMR.
1: It's Colin Kramer. No sans vowels. vowels. Vowels.
3: Definite Illuminati.
1: That's very. What is it called? Citral magic.
3: Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of Hebrew too. Yes. No vowels.
1: Mom, where can people find
0: you? I live in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Good luck. Yes. <laughs> At West End Jewelry. Uh, yeah. No, that that doesn't. Oh. No.
1: Oh my God. Well, thank you guys, and we will see you uh, again. By,
2: by the by, if you've seen me post about. Anything lately that we've been talking about Game of Thrones, and I, I built my costume from scratch. Kay was uh, a big help in that. Over Thanksgiving, she and I worked on what was the beginning of that costume. So, major shout out to Kay for that. Aww, thanks. Um, and thank you, you guys, to for listening and. All our Patreon supporters and, yes. and everything else, obviously. Uh, we yes. couldn't do this without you. We just recorded, like, a really long podcast before this, so... And then we had to watch and the And then we epi- watched the uh, episode, watch the episode.
1: And now we're recording. It's late night, so we're trying to get this done, so sorry. It's
2: Thursday night. It's... I know, it's Thursday night. And we are back from Vancouver, which we uh, talked— This this has to be one whole episode. We're not going to go backwards. We recapped all this If you would
1: let me finish this, I'm explaining to them what to do.
2: No, it's okay. all going to be one episode, so they're already listening to this. This is just the continuation. No. Collins left. We did his five questions. Now we go into this.
1: No. No. Hon. <laughs> no. Collins. Oh, my God. Kevin is going to get an email with how to edit this episode together. It's two episodes. If you'd like to hear about our crazy Vancouver adventures and our screening.
2: Which is more interesting than this episode right now. <laughs>
1: You have that podcast to listen <laughs> to. Okay, I'm your host, Aaron Stegeman, and with me is Ace, <laughs> the light of my life. And to my left, making some commentary on occasion, is my mother. She's. Yay! Hello! Yeah, she's uh, sleeping on the couch, so she may pop in, she may not.
2: Gassy from Cheese. <laughs> <sighs>
1: All right, um, we already drank.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It has to be one episode because we're not gonna we, we already rehash, like we're not gonna rehash all the same stuff. Like, go listen to what we just did before.
1: Okay, here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna hear this part, which is the explanation part. We're gonna pop into Collins' five questions. No, 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 no,
2: because the, that the other one has the, the wine information, so we kind of have to lead with that and then jump into this one. After Colin's five questions Okay So right now Kevin's queuing up The uh, this other half okay, of Kevin, this Okay, Kevin, this
1: is part two
2: All right. No, no, this is part one
1: No, this is part two because you said we needed to hear the No, no,
2: I know, so we introduced it now And then we'll cut, I don't know
1: Here I got it, don't worry Okay, welcome, everyone Thanks for tuning in uh, <laughs> We're going to discuss the episode now Since we already talked about All our Vancouver shenanigans so
2: what was – I don't even remember the episode title. It was title. called Chapter 20 or Page 23. No, it wasn't. Was it really? It was It was like number 23, page 23, or Chapter 23. It was something 23. it, it was oh, Page 23. Oh, that's in reference to the story. Yeah, because she said, this is Page 23. God, you were in a mood. Well, I just – I hate – I mean, ugh, this episode was Basuda. What's that? Spanish for garbage.
0: What? <laughs> you really feel ace? <laughs> well, I just... I, 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 uh,
2: look, my biggest gripe, anybody... Nobody gives a shit what my biggest gripe is, but I'm going to say it anyway, and they've heard me say it before, is that there's no sense of danger on this show anymore. That's what made it interesting. That's why everybody loves Lana's character. Is because in the beginning, she was the bad guy, a bad woman, you know? And now it's like... They made her character good, and then, okay, so we introduce another half of her, who's evil, who's gonna F shit up, and then we get seven episodes in with her, and now she's, like redeemed redeemed and it's like oh god who cares I think we're uh, Zelina had the best line when she was like something about they're gonna rip your hearts out in with, a couple in months in a couple months yeah I hope that would be wishful thinking
1: <laughs> mom you kind of came in at the end of the episode did you like the episode you you were upset when it was over you're like oh that's it yeah
0: we're just starting to get Yeah, into yeah it I, I she was that, starting I felt to get I that into too it.
2: okay like I literally was like oh it's done
1: already Maybe it just- was very pretty the snow and all that oh, it was gorgeous
2: Beautiful
0: scenery.
2: And you brought up special effects. They did look I
1: good. will say the special effects on this particular episode were way better than they normally are. Like, even looking at the heart, because I saw this episode twice now, looking at the hearts, like the way the graphic was with that, like there was extra stuff that they normally don't do. I also noticed, this is like a slight thing, but it makes a difference, when they would go back to the flashback with the Cupid Arrow stuff, Lana's magic puff, which is usually this bright purple color, it was more of a, it had more blue in it, and it was grayed out And I know this sounds super nerdy But like It made it more realistic looking And yeah, um
2: That was just our color correction on the TV
1: No No because they had the, the purple And uh no, the Mar- other one
2: yeah. Yes they did No no, no I'm agreeing I'm teasing Yes <sighs>
1: This is what it's like, Mom. Sometimes on this
2: podcast. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is what it's like when it's a shit episode. It's not. It wasn't a shit. No, episode. it wasn't a shit episode. I just. It's like for story purposes. I'm. I will say this. this.
1: <clears throat> Here's what I liked about the episode. Okay. I, I thought there were really nice moments between like the cast in general. Like I, I thought. Agree. I thought the. I mean, watching it again, you know, I and just hearing Lana talk at the con, you know. Um, what she said uh, is, um, you know, like just, just. The work that she had to do, and knowing that she had taped that scene back to back, and oh, that's such a pain. Um I thought her work was
2: really great. I thought they all did a fine job. It's, it's. I'm just frustrated with the writing and the story. No,
1: I, I agree. Know. I agree. I agree. I don't. I, I, I don't like this. First of all, I don't like the idea that there she still exists. Like the evil queen still exists. Oh, that's yeah, weird.
2: Like mom. No, you never call me that. Well, that's because you've only been on for seven episodes. Because are not, not your the mom. mom.
1: You're not the mom. It's weird. Henry calling him her mom. Yeah. I was not. That made me want to puke a little.
2: I did like the. Oh, see, it just frustrates me. I did like Robin Hood's stuff. Like I thought he was.
1: I like funny, him. A little Eagle,
2: yeah. And 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 but that's what's frustrating because I thought just when we were gonna have those two, I don't know what are we calling the Outlaw Queen bad version.
1: Ooh, I don't know. I saw
2: somebody say something about it. But anyway. Oh,
1: wish Wish. Wish Outlaw Queen? Know, something like that.
2: Remember. Doppelganger. Who cares? If they're gone. <laughs> they're done. Um, but I, I was liking the possibility, the potential for those two. <laughs> and, to
1: like run the town yeah, in, in an evil havoc, way. Yeah, wreaking havoc. And it's like,
2: oh, no, you only get that for 45 minutes. Cause right. Then
1: back to boring it. Gideon. Yeah. Um, but I, Oh,
2: that's right. I was going to ask, what's the main conflict now? Hook? Oh, no. It's Gideon, the other character nobody can give two horseshits about. <laughs>
1: You know, for someone that's not that invested in this show, you sure are I know, invested in this. But it's like, like show. if you're gonna
2: make me watch this for 45 minutes like you do.
1: I like you. We're watching it at Whole Foods.
2: Well, I know, because who is, who's gonna record this podcast with you tonight if nobody watches it?
1: I will talk to this thing by myself if I have to. Um <laughs> I I will say Kevin I, will agree with me. I will say that I really did like the ending with the Evil Queen and alternate Robin Hood. In I thought that was a nice moment. Like it almost brought tears to my eyes. Like I really thought that was, you know, a finale to that part, and it, it was clever and it worked. <laughs>
3: To what part? To the her, doppelganger, her, the no, fake version. No, the page,
1: versions? the page in her book, and yeah. the idea that that was her like happy ending, and then also Regina saying like, the, like that is maybe not her happy ending, but it was the other one for her, the evil yeah. queen. But yeah, I agree. I I didn't, I didn't want the evil queen to become good and. I I was looking forward to
2: her and Robin wreaking havoc a little bit.
1: Yeah. And I, and I kind of want, you know, or them moving to
2: New York together or whatever. Yeah, like I'm wishing <laughs> yeah. she would have, like, I don't know, snow bust into the door right before she's about to send the evil queen off. And then she's like... Takes a heart to go and then, like, bounces out to the, to the, all, wherever the hell she went with Snow's heart. Yeah. And we're left with a, oh no. And yeah. Just drama. Like, we just need drama that's not like, ooh, why are you gonna, why, how are you gonna destroy this? This is our history. We need to learn how to talk to each other and communicate. Meanwhile, I'm not communicating with you for the last two seasons. It's like I'm hiding everything. Emma and Hook, like that's the only drama we have right now. And she's like, "I'm not mad at you for killing my granddad. I'm mad at you because you wanted to destroy the fact that you killed my granddad." <laughs> we need to communicate. Was- although I'm gonna hide everything from you from the last from the first half of right. this. Right? Do you not season. remember
1: season five? Yeah. Would I hid everything yeah, from you. Literally every single thing from you. Literally took your memories away. Yeah am a hypocrite much anyway um yeah i that was <laughs> Although I like the scenes between them, I just, I was like, I don't, this, the acting was great this episode. Yeah, everything, they, all the actors it, great it were great My issues were the story, and, the the story. And, the and, and I was just like, I just don't buy that Emma's like, peace out, ring time. Uh, I do like the, you know, the sort of like, she thinks he's gone on, away, you know, and he's actually not gone away. I mean, I do like that. That's kind of a, a device that's been used time after time, but I still like it, and seeing the preview for next next week. Oh
2: well, I could just
1: hear. Well, she's like, he's gone. I have to move on. You know that kind of.
2: (laughs) Give it an episode.
1: (laughs) You're so surly. Oh man, but yeah, um, I liked having snow in this episode when it's snowing. Um, Yeah, Henry. Henry's like, he looks different this episode. Like. You know, he's like kind of growing at an alarming rate, and I feel yeah. like every episode he looks different. Yeah,
2: that's just what he did.
1: There's nothing, I'm not dissing it, I'm just pointing out an observation. Hmm. Um, it was good to see Rose McIver, Tinkerbell. Oh, yeah, again. that
2: was a surprise, I didn't know that she was back.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it was nice to see her. Hi, Wolfie, hi, buddy, what's going on?
2: Nice to see Regina's dad.
1: Oh, yeah uh Tony Perez? I
2: don't
1: know. I always give it the wrong credit and I feel terrible. But yeah, it was good. I I liked um, you know, it's like the the arrow hitting her like, you know, it's the thing she hates the most is herself. Like, like I said, I just I wanted to go there with with everything, you know, like everybody was doing their job. Yeah, I just wasn't. Yeah, next week. Wolfie, stop. What are you doing? Stop. Can you get him to stop doing what he's, he's doing? He's
2: trying to make a bed out of my computer pack, which is right next to your leg. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well,
1: he's making a lot of noise. Wolfie, stop, buddy. I can't make a bed up.
2: the <laughs> time. Yeah, so. And, and yeah, they did, they did, not to discredit, they did do good work, the actors.
1: And the costumes were amazing. I loved... Uh, Regina's the Evil
2: Queen's stuff. Yeah.
1: Out, or Yeah, the Evil Queen's outfits. Well, both of them, but I really loved the one from the Enchanted Forest with that hat and that coat. I was like, oh, man, I would wear that now.
2: Like, I'd... Imagine walking down, like, Santa Monica Boulevard, those yes. high shoulders. And...
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe not Santa Monica Boulevard, That's but, like... That's the only like...
2: place you'd fit in, wearing that in this town. <laughs> that you won't look crazy. Well, I would go to New York. I mean, those are some high shoulders, even for New York.
1: Nah, I got it. I can re- I can rep. Overall, There's I've been thinking about face. being cooler. Like I've been thinking about like my overall look and style. And I- <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: What is your overall look and style?
1: Like right now, I feel it's a little like generic. Um, like I want to be. I was. I've just been generic. Generic. <laughs> My mom's laughing.
2: (laughs) That's what I thought when you said it. I thought that's what you were going to say was Jimmy. No,
1: no. Like right now it's kind of blah. Like my hair is just kind of
2: blonde ish. Because you live in your workout clothes.
1: I know. I'm trying. I'm working on like, I want to have like a little bit more of a style. You You
2: always dress up for like when you're right at Coffee Bean at the end of the block?
1: I put on a jacket. Boots. The same boots everybody seen me in.
2: Sometimes you wear a jacket, boots, and your workout pants.
1: I am thinking about how, what I'm, the direction that I'm going with my, my hair and my body and my style. And I'm liking it. It's not there yet. But I, I have like, you know, you have like a vision for yourself. Yeah. I have one.
2: Where did this come from?
1: Well, like I said, I was watching oh, the, her outfit. And I was like, ah.
2: What's yeah, funny, we, this came up when we were in Vancouver. Remember Faustino? You were, you commented on what he was wearing. Faustino, who plays uh, Sleepy.
1: That's right. We had dinner and, with him.
2: And he was dressed up. He was like, yeah, I just noticed. I wanted to... Like, it, we. I think what we all dis- discussed was that we just get comfortable. And it's like, easy yeah. to just put on, like, gym clothes and go hang out. And... Like, yeah, we all had the same experience where we're like, we used to just dress up to go wherever, you know, like something, at least like a nice pair of jeans and shoes at the very least. But like now it's like, man, what, what give me the least that I could wear, like shorts, sandals, and a t shirt to go to like Ruth Chris Steakhouse. Mm-hmm.
1: Ruth Chris Steakhouse.
2: That is, that is that a steakhouse? Ruth
1: Chris Steak. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like you go to a, a, to eat a nice steak, and you're gonna like dress in like sandals, shorts. Of and, all the steak places. I couldn't think of you Aaron, I'm get done. dressed. We just recorded we'll get a steak. That's, nice. A, that's a nice side of roasted hey, asparagus. If I'm gonna spend fifty dollars on a steak, that's a damn nice yeah. steak.
1: Yeah, it is a good steak. Yeah. It was just a very specific place well, you mentioned. Whatever. I couldn't it's kind of more generic, houses. though. It,
2: people, everybody here Morton. just laughed when I said that because they got the joke, Aaron. Right, just, but it's
1: like yeah, it's like saying Morton's or like well, yeah. Whatever. I mean, not anywhere that's like oh, you know, this fancy bouge place.
2: Well, the fancy bouge place is what we're getting. we're wearing like. Your gym clothes That's what I'm saying No
1: I wore a nice outfit To When we went to STK What the hell's that? Steak That STK place
2: Well I did dress up That was up. on date night So yeah
1: But I wore a dress
2: Yeah Yeah
1: I'm I, trying you, I'm working you, on it You
2: You You Dress up more than you give credit We just don't dress up as much as we I
1: do, do so. but I'm just saying I'd like I'm working on a style for myself
2: And it's coming together. What
0: what style
1: is that? Well, like, just a little, like, a little edgier than I am right now. I want people to know I do music.
0: (laughs) You do music? The hell?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Musical theater parody. I want people to know it the moment I walk in. Anyway. I just just things I'm contemplating Okay I need a job <laughs> um, What were we talking about? I don't know Anything else with this episode? I didn't I mean like I said It didn't It wasn't as good as the one I think was it last week That was That was a really good one I feel like these weeks Are so long now um,
2: How many more do we have left?
1: I think that was 16 And we have 20 So four mm. Four left I could be completely off on that, but is, I think it, it ends it, around May, so f- 4 in April. Like s- yeah.
2: Right, wow.
1: Well. Oh, I know that, the musical. No, 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 I, no, but, that's what
2: I was going to say. Like, don't spoil it because some people may not be as hip to it as, as you are, so don't spoil it.
1: Can I say spoiler alert? So turn this off no, if you because, want. No, because, you
2: know, everybody's just going to listen to it anyway. If you want to know what the musical episode's about, you can find it online. Don't make, don't spoil it for them.
1: Okay, you can also just direct message the spoof account, and I'll tell you. Yeah,
2: we have some right. dirt.
1: We do have some dirt on the musical episode. That's yeah. it. What it's about. Uh, You're yes. just dying to say it. I am.
2: So then, just give. No, me a I'm not. Alert. But I,
1: I'll tell you. I know what the why they're singing. Maybe that's. And part- I know what the episode is about.
2: They're singing because
1: no, they were there's like, a specific reason.
2: The rock opera. We got to show them. Up. Um, <laughs> they, uh, it, maybe that's where my frustration comes in because I know what that musical episode's centered around, so I'm just figuring out in my head how we're gonna get from where this episode ended to that in such a short amount of time, and it's just like, ugh, right, yeah, easy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
1: no, I, I agree, I agree. I so think anyway, that's where. So give your
2: spoiler alert, and then
1: I'm not spoiling. Uh, okay, no, not people it. can hit me up if they want it. Okay,
2: at Ouat spoof.
1: Yeah. You can text, I mean you can't text, but you can tweet, or you can DM. Oh, and we didn't
2: check. Do Did we have any questions this week?
1: I didn't check, and I don't oh, think well. we do. <laughs> um, we'll get them next week. We'll get them next week. Uh, one thing that was cool Faustino had said to us was that, I guess when, like, the dwarves were all doing their musical number, um, he was saying that they were talking about, like how much fun that we must be having like they're like oh we get why they had you know so much fun shooting the rock opera this is a lot of fun which I thought was kind of cute
2: I don't remember that but that's cute yeah jeez I don't remember that did he say that?
1: Hey, Mom, question for yeah. you. Because yeah. you were watching this episode. Was it, and you had no, you don't watch the show. Was it at all confusing seeing three of the same actors uh, playing a part on the show?
2: Three of the same actors?
1: Yeah, or no. Just you three, you. no.
0: Yeah, what are you talking about?
1: But there was, then the flashback
0: episodes where she was playing oh, the one character. Oh, was that confusing?
1: <clears throat> yeah. Were you kind of like, what the hell's going on?
0: Well, this show's a lot. I'm asking
1: I mean, my mother. Flashback.
0: Yeah, I know. That's not really right.
1: three characters. But, Mom, were you? confused at all Mm -hmm. no
2: I mean she sees the girl talking to herself so I'm sure she's like there's two of them twins at the very least why
1: were you no I I'm I follow oh Oh, I have news so, there's a big event um this Sunday. Uh, it's a, a comedy show. Um, and it's uh, a lot of you have heard about it. It's in Los Angeles at the Viper Room. And um, I'm pulling up all the info right now. Quickly, quickly. Oh, don't download new. new you stuff. can
2: find some of your favorite ones of one time characters like Smee, like. Uh, Ruby, like, no, I don't know. Who's going to be there?
1: So it's going to be Robert Carlyle.
2: Robert Carlyle. Uh, Not to say that Smee or Ruby are not your favorite characters.
1: I'll tell you who's all going to be there. I just pulled up the information. So if you're in Los Angeles, come to the Viper Room uh, on the 2nd, which is Sunday night at 7 p.m. It's called the... La, 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 comedy, not conflict benefits in West Hollywood. It's organized by Sean McGuire and director Julianne Robinson, supporting Oxfam to help raise awareness and aid for people in conflict zones as they travel beyond the region seeking safety.
2: It's basically a humanitarian response to the Syrian refugee crisis. (laughs) <laughs>
1: I like that you found that. So who, who's all going to be there? Sean McGuire, Jason Biggs, John Cho, Jason George from Grey's Anatomy, Once Upon a Time stars Robert Carlyle, Rebecca Mater, Maren Dungry, Victoria Smurfit, Patrick Fischler, I don't know who that is, Michael Raymond James, Eddie K. Thomas, He's not um, okay.
2: Scorpion. I worked with him on Scorpion.
1: You did. And comedians Theo Van, Steve Byrne, Amir K., uh, Maz Jobrani, Al Madrigal, Ryan Callen Gin- Ryan, Callen's, Ryan Callen's gonna be there got, I know him You gotta say
2: hi to him and tell uh, he, he has a good MMA podcast called uh, Fighter
1: I know I talked to him I met him at an acting workshop once. What? Ginger
2: Gun- Gonzaga
1: Gonzaga Lauren Ash, Diedrich Bader among many others So this is a pretty cool event I got hit up asked if I wanted to do all the red carpet interviews <laughs> So I'm gonna be interviewing these people.
2: <laughs> are you, you gonna dress like Janarin style or what are you
1: going to <laughs> not, Janarin. Oh, I'm gonna go edgy. No, kind of rock or music? Yeah, I want yeah, them to well, know I do, music I, I want there. them to know I do musical parodies immediately when they see me. Anyway, come to it, I will be there uh, asking all these people questions. Hit me up, guys. Uh, either on my Twitter or on this spoof Twitter. What questions what?
2: Do you wanna? Us- to
1: ask. Yeah, what questions? I won't be there, but... <laughs> Anyway, I'll be there, and if you
2: go to the, are we just gonna like not talk about what happened? We're now? not gonna talk about it. You pause the podcast. No, and I didn't. Back up?
1: I didn't. So we're gonna go to the Viper Room website, grab your tickets. They all go to a good cause, and uh, yeah, let me know your questions you want me to ask them. I'm gonna videotape them, so oh, I'll throw that. up those, in those on. What
2: just happened right now? Dave,
1: then? I had to pause the podcast for a second. Why? Because
2: you? Because
1: there's no reason people don't because know. You
2: just Dutch ovened yourself <laughs> sitting here in front of this iPad. Wrapped in a blanket like a burrito and self sabotage yourself and farted inside of it. And you knew I was gonna mention it, so you pause the podcast. Yeah, Ren.
1: Right. I need a new style. Oh, shit. <laughs> You fall I need a new style (laughs) Why? Mom you gotta stop Bringing like Peanut butter M&M's Around here Alright Okay (coughs) Mom Quiet (laughs) Okay This is done (laughs) This is so done Oh my god (laughs) Alright I think I'm out It's time to cut To our uh, Our favorite Knave And get his Five questions I think
2: Sure Good luck Kevin (laughs) With This.
3: It's time for everyone's favorite game. Five or so questions. And now, your hosts, once upon a while.
1: All right, Colin. So the rules of this are you have to answer right away, don't think, trust your gut. Okay. Ready? Ace, and you can chime in with a
0: question or two. Has your mom done these before, too?
1: Yeah, she Uh, did. No? You didn't?
0: (laughs) I'm not doing it. You're not doing it. All (laughs) right, well. All
1: right, so. Okay, Mom, you did do this. You just don't remember. Yeah, she probably did. Drinking too much wine. All right, so. Okay, Colin. Would you rather be a hero or a villain? Guess a villain. Okay. Which Disney character... Do you feel best embodies who you are?
3: Milo, the explorer from Atlantis, the lost empire. Ooh. Deep.
1: Good. Is that a Disney? That's that a Disney. Deep code.
3: It's one of the only Disneys that's not a musical.
1: Atlantis? Huh. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a good character. I trust Colin. All right. You got another? You got a question? Uh, I'll keep going until you got one. All right. All right. All right. So. This is a room filled with me, Ace, my mom, yourself, and Wolfie. Which one of us would you kill in order to enact the dark curse, which gets you your happiest life ever?
3: Wait, I thought it was somebody from the show.
1: No, we, we've changed what? it to okay. who in the room.
3: Well, I guess the legal ramifications would be the least if it was animal cruelty rather than murder. This poor dog. So even though I love Wolfie, I guess uh, Puppy's got to go.
1: Yeah, he's been off so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. God Ace? I,
3: I, I don't know. Um,
1: well, don't If your life was a Disney song, what would it be?
3: That's what I was just going to ask. Oh, well, I have heard that A Whole New World is the best song about the female orgasm. Okay. So for symbolism's sake, I mean that's that's up there.
1: That's a new.
3: One. I also, but hey, you can't go wrong with high diddly do. Yeah. <laughs> <An>
2: actor's I- life. <laughs> <An actor's laughs>
3: high diddly do. You sleep till after two. You promenade with a big cigar. You tour the world in a private car. You dine on chicken and caviar. An actor's life for me. Hey.
0: hey! That was Colin's
1: audition song in college.
3: We were required to audition for everything, even if you tried to say, oh, I don't do musicals. It's like, you have to sing! Yeah. yeah. And I, I told Colin he
2: has to do a song, and, and Colin went to one of our professors who's like probably the last professor to, to sing in a musical in our school, too. And
3: he's like, I have the perfect song for you. And it was that one.
2: I, <laughs> I generally did. <laughs>
3: I thought one song was enough. I'm like, I'm going to do this Gershwin thing that I know. Ace is like, what about your up-tempo? (laughs) <laughs> like uptempo. I need two Wait, was, it? so "High Dilly oh, was well, considered a ballad <laughs> no, no that was my uptempo. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh I see I see and uh, what was the feedback you got from the uh, oh, from our professor oh yeah the musical director Millie she said I have never heard of anyone using Pinocchio at an audition not even for Disney and then what did Lambie say our other professor oh yeah so I used it at another audition as well it, was my, it became my go to piece and people would like get word and they'd, like, sign up for we, audition We times would all huddle to, up around the time Colin guys, was going to audition so we could hear him sing. Guys, well. he's doing Pinocchio. Let's stand by the door. <laughs> so Lambie Hedge, shout out, another one of our iconic professors, um, you know, I did my thing for her and Harry Morrison, and she said, Well, obviously you're not the world's strongest singer, but there's some demand for some non-musical talent in this piece. <laughs> I'm like great, you know. However, however I can help. And the rest is history. Did you get the part? I got a part.
2: Yes. And then then this song, this gets better because Colin and I were, wait, was that, that wasn't for Boji. That was for the one that I I have
1: one more question left to ask Colin. Wait, wait, hold on. It
3: it was, well, this is just a a little segue. Um, It was for a show that, you're right, it was not at Boji at the time. But we were were both in it. Baby. Yeah, we
2: were both in it. That was one of my last shows at, at the college. So Colin and I were both in that. And then a few months later... Uh, Because our school owns a Summerstock Theater. They put on the same show because they lost rights to another show. And... <laughs> Colin was in the show without even knowing it because the professor just was like, "Well, you're in it because you played this part already." Like, Colin was the only like staple of the of the show getting produced. It, they left me off the cast list,
3: so I assumed they were going to have one of the company members up, like, because they hire professional actors and guest actors, and we were still students. And I assumed, oh, they're going to rotate the cast a little bit. I'm not in the cast list, and then all of a sudden, uh, I got a call for. A a costume call and I go in and like they're trying some clothes on me and I thought these were the clothes for the Asian detective Louis Fan. I was the only Jew so they're like let's make him play the Asian guy because that's kind of close enough and I'm like this doesn't look like the Asian detective guy's outfit and somebody's like no this is for the doctor oh. and I'm like the doctor You mean are you talking about baby and then you know word gets to the director they're like is he in doctor or is he in baby and Lambie was like yeah, of course. You're the doctor again. And the stage manager just looks at her and is like, she's not on the cast list. And Lampy's like, oh. <laughs> so I did the doctor again. And then you played Louis Fan. Louis Fan, yeah, and that what show was and that? that was that was the Butler did it again, Oh. which is uh, it a sequel? Yeah, uh, I believe it is. <laughs> um, and Tim Kelly, believe it or not, he was considered one of the most prolific writers in American history because he did just those ridiculous farces. And you know they were selling like hotcakes at the time, and he was just dishing out like a play a month for a while there. And I noticed there were a bunch of like typos and like the wrong characters would be saying stuff. And already it's like. A, out of control show and people were getting kicked out of the theater program and we're like oh, people were leaving I know we recast it twice oh my god Tony took Alyssa Goldstein's really? part and Matt Weiss took Jim Shipley's part um, so it was just and it was just a mess it was Addison Meyers first time directing in forever and um, yeah it was one of those things where somebody says one line but they say it just a little bit off and that line comes up later and the Asian detective reacts to that so it'd just be like hmm like five pages too early and it would just go haywire so it was already such chaos but yeah that was one of my favorite moments wow. and this is something you only get in live theater opening night I, and you have no time this is summer stock this is the real deal there's no strikes it is a full changeover when you switch shows so there's never a day off and they got the next set ready to go you know in the in the barn so you just do a quick changeover my mustache I was still kind of perfecting ways of getting it on and off and my ridiculous Louis Fan, Charlie Chan mustache, just went flying off in front of five hundred people, oh. sold out opening night. But I always had a fan. That was my shtick. Uh, as they'd say in the Yiddish theater. And um I just oh I just gave this ridiculous look, like, oh, oh you know. Mustache oh. fell down and I do the oh, fan. Oh my God. And we had uh, been studying the language of the fan. Yeah. Some of those the realism, right. Here, exactly. I and I just did the fan in a very, very kind of um outrageous way I opened it and then I covered um, you know my face <laughs> oh, where the mustache should have been and you know the whole thing was very farcical anyway so it did worked you, but- did you put, go sans mustache the rest of that show I, like, the rest I, of that performance. I uh, made some deal out of picking it up and putting it, like, in my shirt pocket, which they loved, of course. But, yeah, I think... I think my next scene... Um, the, my next exit or whatever, I, I just put on some new new uh, spirit gum and got it back on there. You clued them in that you were an Asian uh, instantly. Well, right. And they loved that it was almost Brechtian. Like, the, the, proce- the theatrical process was revealed to the audience. It was meta. But then at the... At the um, cast party later that night, they were chewing me out. They're like, "Goddamn, Asian detective. This is the rest of the cast. They're like, you stole the show. You know, because uh, I think that was the biggest laugh of the night. So. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> a, little, a little envious. Wow. wow. Oh, my God. I have no other
1: questions. I know. That's, that was,
2: that was... I was going to ask you a question, but you already did. I was going to ask one of your lines, um, if you remember any lines.
3: But I think the... Hmm. Well, <laughs> <So> <laughs> uh, I remember my how entrance...
1: keep it, like...
3: My entrance was... Um, like it was somebody's like, oh, did somebody say fan? And I come out and I'm like, fan. Or did someone say fan? I am fan. And then Addison oh, wanted me to God. do like three like kung fu poses. <laughs> so, like do like some karate or something, you know. Oh, my I am God. fan. Quo, chi hai. <laughs> yeah. Louis Fenn. Wow. The famous oh. Asian detective. And I love that he declares himself famous. <laughs> he speaks in third you person. You were like
1: Emma Stoning. <laughs> <this Yeah. role. laughs> well, it,
2: it's so funny. Like, you, you kind of talked about this when we were at the seafood restaurant that we, we spoke of earlier. And you, I don't know if you real. well, first of all, I mean every the the party the private party that we were waiting for to clear out was like it was all asian it was like a, they, they came from after church and they were all, they like bought out the, the restaurant so somehow early on this came up and you were talking about Louis fan and i happened to glance first of all our waitress was filipino uh, then i happened oh. to glance behind us and there's an asian family f- sitting behind us and you did that like that same line that did somebody calls the detective <laughs> I was dying (laughs) inside. It's so bad. It's It's so so great. But this is what this is what you pay several tens of thousands of dollars for in college to play the Asian detective. Yes. Oh my God! Wow. Yeah. Well, and that they, concludes our five, concludes but really three questions our segment. F- four, four. Our
1: five. Well,
3: I got a question for you.
2: Oh,
1: yeah.
3: You kind of left me in suspense there. Okay. We were talking about how authentic some of these like Gothic walking tours can be, especially in yes. like Britain and British Columbia. Who was Ooh. the real Bram uh, Stoker? Oh, yeah. Or, who was the real Bram Stoker? Was, Bra- <laughs> was Bram Stoker Jack the Ripper? Because that's who I've heard was the real one. Okay. No, th- no, this was he, antic- he,
1: he, it was very anti. Yeah, he, it was um, two people, actually. It was very like scientific. a doctor and a priest, yeah. but it was the British monarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason for that is because there was something about... Catholic queen that was getting it was becoming Catholicism was was in charge
2: like a distraction as well from the the, the, the family
1: and they were trying to I don't remember all the details it made sense yeah I mean
2: he he basically was saying the way like it was basically issued by the queen is what she was what he was speculating
1: right and because there was one victim that was killed because she gave an alias and he was the person was supposed to go after that particular person um, and so this girl was only killed because she gave the wrong name
2: yeah and they were saying um, correct me if I'm wrong Because so it but, wasn't like he went after but it was actually um, one of the the. Royal family's um, doctors because they're saying the way yes. that the bones and, and everything was. <laughs> Was uh, yeah. well, she so Like the, you know, the, basically the 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 injuries that were sustained for from a lot of these, no way like a normal oh. person could have done this without right. the assistance of and, tools and it, like you needed, yeah. people, you needed a couple. Yeah, you needed
1: a couple. Yeah, like too, your, for you, some you of no
2: things. one man was strong enough to do what they did to these women. Essentially, so they they said it was more than one person, like a doctor and mm-hmm. like an assistant or something like that.
1: But they it, specifically went. After it wasn't like he said, "Hey, people, it was you know this person." It wasn't just like let's go after prostitutes. There was, like, a specific reason they went after each girl, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The way he said it, it was like, that makes a yeah, lot was, of sense. It seemed, it I like, wish like, I could. I, and I actually was like, that would be... I know they just canceled that Jack the Ripper series. But I was like, this would be how you do it, is when you get the monarchy involved. And yeah. there's, like, this whole backstory <laughs> of what's going on in the political climate. So... Because I've never seen that version. But that made the most sense when he was talking about it. So yeah. you
0: were on the one so that was your second one yeah right? I, I did the Jack the Ripper tour twice yeah yeah.
2: Particle. well didn't you say though that, that your dad that you're, you know he's a doctor and you were saying that he even said that it was he knew medically there. yeah was my
1: a, dad was like it had to have been the doctor yeah like the way it was done and we took it yeah. different
2: you know oh this was when Aaron and I were on our honeymoon and they went as a family mm. yeah yeah
0: have you been to London?
3: Yeah, I lived there for half yeah, a year. Well I lived about in Oxford. That. Yeah. Um, but that's Oh
0: Oxford? Close
3: enough. That's where Katie was in school. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Those are my, my people. Sister. My did sister you go to school there? To school there?
3: Exactly. Yeah. I did you a did? study abroad program Oxford University. Those schools are a trip. Um, you know, and it's it real makes you realize how different the two cultures are. I had some people point out like All Souls College. He says, Oh yeah, some of these bricks are older than your entire nation. <laughs> And some of the traditions is just so like obscure. Yeah. Um, what school is it? I think new college, they uh, every 400 years they chase a duck. And I'm like, man, they just cha- I just missed it. They just chased a duck. Now I'm gonna have to wait another 400 years oh. for the next oh. duck chase.
1: Oh. That's a bummer. Yeah.
0: Well, don't miss
3: the liver, liver and bacon. It
0: it was like another world. Yeah. Going over to Oxford. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. I'll
3: never forget
0: Dad.
1: Yeah. Tripping. (laughs) My dad tripped over the ledge in Oxford right in front of my sister's professors.
3: Oh my god. That's okay. And then he
1: asked if the reason they didn't serve turkey in the cafes was because of the bird flu. Of course. (laughs) She was like, "No, we just don't really have turkey here."
2: Katie was in a class taught by the late Alan Rickman who she always ditched. She ditched it. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. She was like, it was dumb.
3: Unacceptable.
1: Like, yeah. I know. It's like it's Snape. She was the real life Harry Potter and uh and
3: yeah. uh Ron. It's dark out. <laughs>
1: Well thank you, Colin, for playing Five Questions. Yeah,
3: my pleasure. Thank
2: you for having me. Also, um, If. Once Upon a Time does end. Aaron and I have some pretty cool ideas of For how we will continue this podcast, which we, you'll hear more about, but I think you guys are going to be pretty pumped. And it's I'm pumped. We're
1: going to do it I know, regardless. It's going to be
2: exciting. Um, I, I kind of almost, well, I kind of secretly want it to end so we can do the next No, version. no. We're
1: going to do it no matter what. Yeah. But anyway, to start
2: to- fret not. If you hear any announcements that the show's getting canceled, just know your favorite podcast will continue. <laughs>
1: yeah. We're not going anywhere. We have nothing else to do. Yes.
3: <laughs> this is only the beginning.
1: Yeah. Yes. All right. Huzzah. Bye. Bye. Bye.
3: This has been Once Upon a Wine. We will see you very soon.